With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the April 19th edition of the Hammer Down Racing Report. 419. It is. It is. It's it Toledo is. I, Day. I thought you were going to go on with a phone number, but yeah, it's no, right. it no, 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 no. Yeah, well, is today, I, today's I, Earth Day, isn't it? Well, I don't tomorrow. know. Tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? But I to, thought that was the other day. But to, today is definitely Toledo Day. All right. Uh, good show uh, lined up for you tonight. Coming to you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. I'm Scott Hammer. Ron Miller over there. We have Tony and Charlie Orange joining us in the studio tonight from Freeze Frame Photos. Uh, we'll be talking to them in just a little bit. Uh, I suppose I, I didn't really tell you that. We're going to make you sip. For, we got to go through a little bit of news, and then we'll get to you guys. Uh, also on the show tonight, uh, brand new record report. Uh, we're going to talk about this weekend's uh, uh changed racing schedule at least around here a lot of tracks in action one track not and a couple tracks changing their uh, start time so we'll go over that as well so you, you, you're all set you know when uh, you're not going to miss anything and uh, ryan weekman he uh, he's going to provide a, a detailed racing forecast for us it's pretty exciting absolutely and so. i think things are looking up from here on out for the forecast are you sure I did see. It's, next, it's not going to snow for a while. I did see next Saturday, and this isn't a spoiler for this weekend's uh, forecast. But next Saturday on that on WTOLs, they have that new ten day extended forecast right, thing. Right. It said seventy one and sunny on Saturday next week. That would be so. April twenty eighth. That would. Things that, are happening that, that night. That would be a very important day for a lot of our listeners. Yeah. We got to switch our cameras on. Sorry about that. Oh, that's cool. They can hear us. They just couldn't see us. Um, yeah. HammerdownRacingReport.com. Make sure to uh, stop by there. It's our uh, brand new website. Just launched that last week. You just turned the camera on, and I saw a bunch of people leave. Did you? Oh, my. This might not be a good thing. <laughs> you meant out there, right? Whatever. I'm so confused. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cards, give them a call, 734-856-7223 for all your race car needs. But do it quick because race season is here now, and he's a busy guy. We have to like, hire a new staff, I think, because of all Scott, this. Scott, it's been crazy. It really has. We're, we're just so blessed. Um, we've got a very good core of racers. Um, you know, they, they buy a lot from us. When they need tech support, we're there. And what what are some of the things you're working on right now? Tech support. <laughs> What about my rear end? Yeah, that's a, it's cute. It's cute. Thank you. You're, when it's time to go race, you'll be ready. All right. You got to remember, a novice has to put it back in. Still, it so. took you a day to get it out. It won't take you much longer to put it back together. It took a little less than a day, but anywho. And, and you've got trained monkeys to help. Okay. Uh, Attic Raceway Park uh, finally kicked off its 2018. Race season last Friday night. Stuart Brubaker uh, from Gibsonburg was a 410 feature winner on Friday night, followed by Brock Martin, Cap Henry. Rusty Schlank hustled uh, all the way to Attica after the World of Outlaw Craftsman late model series race at Farmer City got rained out. 
So he busted ass and got there. And he busted uh, what? Ass. Really? Yeah. And he kicked some ass, apparently, there. Uh, yes, he won did. Won the feature and race. And took names. And took names, yeah. I don't know about that. Devin Shields had a cool video, though. With uh, He's got, like, this new toy. We're going to have to talk to him about. Showed, like, his speed and lap times and everything. It was like a, mm-hmm. a Garmin camera or something. Do you know about these things? Oh. No. Okay. It was pretty cool, though. Indeed. But was it accurate, you think? think he was going you know, I, I 95 believe, miles an hour no, down think, the I believe. There? All right. be cool to see one of those in a sprint car, too. How fast do you think those guys are going there at Attica? 96. <laughs> How fast would your outlaw late model be going? Whatever a sprint car can do, I can do. Okay. I think there's a challenge there. We need to set up a match race or something. Uh, and I'm ready for it. All right. That's, uh, you know, the right. match races that I've seen, they start the late model. Let's say they start the late model on the at the flag stand. They start the sprint car 180 degrees opposite. Behind? And yeah, and and then they the winner is the one who has closed the gap the most. In other words, the sprint car is either gotcha. a half a lap ahead or a half a lap back, and uh, the winner is that is how the, you would prefer to do it, or would you prefer a side by side start? You know, I wouldn't want to hurt some sprint car guy by punting him. That's probably true. You know, I, that's, I, that's probably true. Our, our cars do even even my outlaw car does weigh a little bit more than a sprint car. I so. like it though. I like that. It's, a, it's safer that way, and yeah. uh, and we can see who's faster. So uh, there you go. Any challengers uh, up for Ron Miller Race Cars? Uh, Ron Miller Race. Ron Miller's uh, Outlaw Late Model. Give him a call seven three four eight five six seven two two three, or call us uh, here on the show four one nine two one four zero nine two five. Yeah, and I'll try to keep an eye out there. Post a comment here on our Facebook Live, which is going on right now. Don't forget, you can catch the show on iHeartRadio as well. They have all and, kinds of podcasts. And they can find us on our web pit, website. Yep, Hammer Down Racing Report. All that stuff. Dot com. Is linked right there. Yeah. Hammer Down Racing. I forgot the dot com, didn't I? Yeah. Google Hammer Down Racing Report. You'll find it. Oh, we got clothes, too. Not this. The uh, Here wall. it is. Here it is. It's our new official racewear. Yeah. So the walleye are playing tonight, Scott, so we got to make this show kind of quick. You're looking distracted. I am a little bit. They're, they're getting ready to start. Um, Where was I? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we do have cable oh. in the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Eric Spangler finished second to uh, Schlenk at uh, Attica on Friday night. Ryan Markham was third. Uh, Barbie, Bobby Clark picked up the 305 victory while celebrating his 54th birthday as well. He's a young one, right? Wasn't uh, wasn't that Brubaker's first Attica win? I believe I read something about that. Was it really? Brew- yeah. I didn't read that. I, I, that surprises me, really. Uh, maybe somebody can correct okay. me. All right. Um. Lima Land has uh, canceled for tomorrow. That's one of the tracks that were start, scheduled to start the 2018 season this weekend. Um, so their opener will now be in 427. We'll talk more about that later. I guess their grounds are too saturated with the snow from last night and the rains for the past week, and it's been cold and miserable, and it's been January 108th or whatever it is now. So uh i-96 is also canceled uh, tomorrow's rescheduled season opener once again due to mother nature their opener will now be uh the 27th as well next friday so two friday night tracks canceled for tomorrow but there is racing tomorrow yes and we'll is. tell you where a little bit later hint we just talked about it um according to uh gene and linda henriksen a uh, post on their facebook page made uh, just this afternoon as a matter of fact i do believe Mid-Michigan Raceway Park in Fenwick, Michigan, will not be open for weekly shows this summer due to health reasons. 
Uh, I don't have any further details on that. They will have the corn harvest in September and uh, possibly uh, another couple special shows. They yeah. always do a memorial race midsummer, and And they have the, uh, what do they call it, the, some, the Whiteout the 100. Whiteout 100. Yeah, which was a little delayed this year, too. Right. Because that wasn't delayed for any reason other than, than just, weather. The weather's been ridiculous. Oh, it's been it's pushing crazy. everything back. <clears throat> Here we are yeah. in the middle of April, Wary, and April, April, Wary. That's a good one too. Yeah, and it's it's snowing. sprinter or winter three point oh. Yeah. Um, Lucas Coil, Lucas Oil uh, late models uh, Buckeye Spring fifty took place at Atomic Speedway last uh, Friday. Scott Bloomquist uh, was the winner of that. It was his first uh, Lucas Oil win of the season. Yay. Articat All-Star Circuit of Champion results from uh, Friday at uh, Williams Grove. Lance uh, DeWeese, Brock Zierfoss, and Danny Dietrich took the top three spots. All those the Pennsylvania drivers, Chad Kimenoff from Finley, Ohio, uh, finished fifth. And then uh, Saturday night, the All-Stars were at Port Royal Speedway. Or is it Port Royal? Port Royal. I like Royale. Yeah, Sounds like Crown yeah. Royal. Anyway. Uh, Lance also won that. Aaron uh, Rutzel was second. He's from Texas. And uh, Anthony um, Macri. Macri. Butcher, those those Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania posse guys are really strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, When the travelers get there, they they better bring their A game. Speaking of uh, the All-Stars. Yeah? They're in the area tomorrow night. We'll tell you where. Coming up in a little bit. Right now we got to talk to uh, these guys. I didn't know you were coming in, Tony. But uh, Charlie... Uh, Freeze frame photos. How long have you been uh, a race photographer? I started this when I was 16 years old as a hobby, and I my first. So how old are you now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. I've been doing it for as many, almost as many, a little longer than Ron Miller's car number. <laughs> okay. Which is 35 for the yeah. uninitiated. Yeah, it just started off as a fun hobby thing, and then um, our first track job came in. 94, 93, at yeah, Toledo, Sonny Adams and John Lang had no photographer, and they ran the Iceman series, of course, and I sat in the stands. I'd go shoot hot laps and go sit in the stands and watch the race, just be a fan. And I was sitting up there one day, and my dad said, look, they got no photographer, why don't you go talk to them about doing it? So I talked to Lang. Next week, I was a track photographer at Toledo, and stayed there ever since. Now, did you have uh, photography experience before, or did you just, like, go out and learn it so you could just go do went, that? went out and learned it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, what were you a race fan then before? How did you get into uh, to racing? Um, yeah, my parents always took me to the track. Always been race fans. Um, Toledo was my home track for a long. Growing up, used to watch the likes of Ed Cooper, Bob Seneker, Terry Seneker, uh, Bob Sensible. Those guys came down. Joy Fair, of course. Tracy Leslie. Tracy Leslie. Yeah. Um. Did Toledo for years, and then um, my dad said, "You need to go out tonight." High early 90s, my dad said, you need to go out to this little dirt track I want just a, just a look at it. So what year was that? I want to say it was like 90. Okay. 89. So it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, That's when they were running Friday nights and Saturday nights both. Um, Went out there and start, fell in love with that and stayed out there ever since. And 1994 became their track photographer. <laughs> and then um, took a couple high aces and tried that asphalt thing and end up going back to the dirt it's a little more exciting <laughs> okay we talked about one of my favorite photographs and you were in it um you weren't always just a track photographer either you were part-time crew member that's true ron gave me the opportunity to work on his car i started my brother matt 
And when Matt left, I, I, I asked Ryan if I could do it, and he said sure. So worked out a couple years. Yeah. Worked. So did you know? Do you know what you're doing? No. Okay. <laughs> but he learned. I did learn. I mean, I'm sure I made mistakes, and Ron had patience with me, but we we did learn. Um, and I'm sure working with Ornery Don was just a barrel of laughs. <laughs> Don's a nice guy. I mean, <laughs> no, no, he really is. He really is. I, I mean, he he took he took me and taught me and showed me things and how to do things properly and everything, and I appreciate that. And I mean, we we won a couple. We won some races. Yeah, we did. And I mean, the, the one he's talking about is the Barney Oldfield race. Mm-hmm. And Tony was pregnant at the time, and Stephanie was just a baby, and we're all running across the infield. I'm carrying Stephanie, and we're all running. And Stephanie'd been playing under the grandstands and was just an absolute dirt ball. And your granddaughter, my my granddaughter, the the nurse, the nurse, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's just it, it's a classic picture. It really is. I, I was going to bring it along tonight. And I, I was going to say, yeah, I should have brought a picture. We could hold it up to the yeah. camera. Although but, people on iHeart would be like, I don't, I don't know what your guys are doing. Uh, so what did you enjoy doing more? Did you enjoy uh, crewing for him or, or shooting pictures? Shooting pictures is less stressful. <laughs> <laughs> because of the people you have to work with? or uh... No, I mean, when you're the mechanic on a car, you're sitting there, hope the wheel doesn't fall off. <laughs> hope it wasn't one eye tightened. <laughs> when everything goes right, it's super. When it goes wrong, Yeah. The one thing I did learn from experience, though, is you don't armor all racer driver C. <laughs> my brother Matt did that one time. <laughs> I mean, my brother's really detailed, and I mean, I love him and everything. But the one time he armor out everything on Ron's car, including the seat, Ron went to the turn, and even as tight as the belts were, he still slid out of the seat. You couldn't. <laughs> was I'm, there a video I'm of hang, that? I'm <laughs> hang, I was hanging onto the steering wheel for dear life. <laughs> Didn't you notice something was wrong when you got into the car, though? No, I, I just slid it had, right in. I just thought it smelled nice. That's all. <laughs> but but my brother Matt is really really professional. He wants the car to look nice at all. Wanted the car to look nice at all times when he went to the track. It was the first class all the time. I mean, but I like that. That's you just don't idea. do the seat and the steering wheel, though. <laughs> <laughs> Roger that. Wax it real good. So uh, where where are you working? Uh, are you working anywhere other than Oakshade uh, this summer, or? As in photos, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, that we're definitely back at Oakshade again for the. I mean, we'll be the we'll probably be there until the track clever closes, <laughs> which but, will um, be never. Yeah, um, <laughs> I am doing a few Toledo shows. I'm doing a, the sprint car show. Mm. I'm doing the Arkham Menards race, and June 29th. Now they got that CRA race, which was rain weathered out last oh, weekend. Okay, they're doing a the CRA race. Comedic gasket uh, 200. Yeah. And they're, okay. made, they're putting our outlaw eight miles with the main event and the sportsmen are there, so it's a decent show. I think I'm doing five or six races there on my free Friday nights, and other Friday nights I'm gonna go to Attica, play around, just play um, around. <laughs> I was gonna go to Finley for a few Sunday shows, but that got changed. But yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened there. Charlie has a photo collection that goes back, predates his involvement by a lot of years because he uh, wound up with Charlie Variki's uh, photo albums oh, okay. and. Uh, has some spectacular photos going back probably into the mid-60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what tracks uh, all do you have photos from, yours and uh, Fariki's? Oakshade, Bryan. Uh, Bryan. Kank- Kankakee. Okay. Lorraine County, Sandusky, Toledo, Flat Rock, Oakshade. Um, when I was working on Ron's car, my camera would go with me, so, I mean, I 
shot some pitch shots at down. We went to Portsmouth that one night. Right. Um, Brian, did I say Brian? Yeah. Yep. Um, Angola. I was going to say I know there's a couple of Indiana tracks. Columbus, before they got they shut down. I went down oh, yeah. for a couple of the main event races down there. Wow. But, so you've been all over the well. You've been all over the place, but uh, so is your photo collection. That's right. So if if people wanted to get uh, or see your photos, uh, where can uh, people do that? Um, the best way is to get hold of me. Um, they can call me at four one nine three two two one eight one zero or. Me and Tony have been talks here about bringing the website back up again this year. So, cause, it's I mean, a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of upkeep. I mean, people don't realize how hard it is to maintain it. You got to download the photos, edit them, make sure they look good. Because if it's not good, I'm not going to put it out there. If um, you wouldn't shoot 15,000 pictures a weekend, I could probably keep up better. <laughs> <laughs> I do see that flash going quite a bit uh, every Saturday night. Yeah, on, a, on an every Saturday night, we come home with, uh, anywhere from 11, 1,100 to thirteen hundred images between the Victory Lane and on track. He has he has. A and do you keep all these, or do you ever delete any of those photos? Nobody ever sees the bad ones. <laughs> it's not like the. Phone I figure that, you have like some massive hard drive storage unit, and you just dump everything on there. And no, what I do is um, I download them into my computer a year at a time, then I burn them to CD, so I have the CDs at all times. Just don't scratch them. Exactly. <laughs> well, Aman- well, Amanda Cox says that uh, you do some uh, some good. Family photos as well. We do. We uh during the off season, of course. Well, hers was a race day. <laughs> we were able to manage to tie it in. But we do family portraits. We do senior portraits. We do weddings. Uh, we do uh, a little bit of everything, really. Done some newborn stuff. Done some newborn stuff. Okay. If uh, anybody has any questions, you can uh, feel free to call in 419-214-0925 or uh, leave a comment on our Facebook Live if you're uh, watching us live right now on Facebook. That's it. Um, how dangerous is it, uh, you know, shooting from the infield? It's not as bad as people say. I mean, yeah, I've been chased up poles in the dirt mounds a couple of times. <laughs> that was one of my questions. Have you ever been hit? No. Okay. Well, this the, is good. A couple of years ago, the closest somebody came was three feet from me. I felt the exhaust pipe blow on my bow of my pant leg. My back was turned. Oh. The key is don't put yourself in a dangerous situation. Don't turn your back to the racers. I mean, I see. I go to racetracks. I mean, obviously, a lot of racetracks. You see photographers sit there and talk, and one of them always has a track to, back to the track. You don't do that. You never know where a race car is going to go. I mean, they they don't mean it to go there, but things happen. So how? Uh, I guess what which track uh, are certain tracks more dangerous than others? Uh, like Millstream's got a wall around the inside. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's a a little bit safer than a place like Oakshade, where the infield's wide open. Yeah, um, Oakshade, you got to pay attention. Um, guys dart off turn two all the time, and that's my 95% where I'm standing over there. You just got to pay attention. I mean, I've learned if I see too much of the front end, that's not good. I'm out of there. <laughs> if I see maybe three quarters, I'm okay. I mean, and based on the drivers, too. I mean, Ron Miller, if I see him lose control, I'm fairly confident he's going to regain control of the car. So I'll be okay. Well, that's awfully confident yeah. of you. I mean, <laughs> and that's not to slam anybody, but. You you learn your you learn your guys who you're comfortable with out there and who you need to watch and like I said they always don't mean it but experience has a lot to do with it. One night one of the light poles got knocked down and you were pretty close to that weren't you? Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember where I don't remember seeing you, but I think there's video of it. There, there's a reason you didn't see him. He was, he <laughs> where was were going you? The other way. I was over there in turn uh, between between one and two in between the two hills. 
That's right where that light pole was. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate because that was one of my favorite spots to climb up and shoot. <laughs> was that hill? <laughs> yeah, that hill's gone now, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. But uh, where, where uh, did how did you get out of the way of that? Because that car came from uh, turn four through the infield and right up that dirt mound, right in between one and two, and took that pole, fell back toward the infield. I quick feet, <laughs> <laughs> long legs. Okay. Don't fail did, me now. Did you see him coming? Yes. Okay. So you had time. You knew. Yeah. You probably should move away from exactly. whatever was happening. He almost got hit at Flat Rock one night during a school bus race. Oh. Well, what happened when you had a school bus got tipped over, and Danny Gaddis, the school buses are nothing but show up there. That's their biggest. So Danny Gaddis had fireworks on top of his school bus. I think I've seen video of that. So the school bus got tipped over, and the fireworks were pointing my way. <laughs> well, he had, the trigger... The trigger man was up in the stand somewhere, and the fireworks decided to go off. He, he decided to shoot him. I was dodging sparks. And <laughs> Do you know who the trigger man was? Did you have some uh, words to this with day, him? I, to this day, I still don't know who it was. <laughs> in the video, you can see a big flash of, he had on a red shirt, a big red shirt going in front of the windshield of the bus. And he goes, look, there's me. <laughs> <laughs> what are what are some of the other craziest things uh, you've, you've seen, not necessarily that involved you, but... Uh, you know, you've been at all kinds of tracks, have seen a lot of things. What are some of the craziest things you've seen? By far the craziest thing I've ever seen are these school bus races. The first time I ever did it with Toledo, when Arca took over the track in 99, it was like, you got to be kidding me. This is what I've come to is school bus races. <laughs> but, I mean, they're entertaining for the fans. They love them. The more you put on the side, the happier they are. And they really like it when they tip them back over and they start over again and you roll them again for the second time and then third time, the same bus. But Where exactly are you for when they're doing the the school bus figure eight? At Toledo, races? I'm up in the flag stand, up at the highest point you can go. Okay, and yeah, that's not even safe because I've seen them crash through the yeah. wall, the, the front stretch of wall there. They call it their night of destruction, which is the bolt race, the bolt figure eights, uh, and everything else. Those I'm on the track for, but the buses I get up high. <laughs> so that those kind of races are more for just entertainment, not, yeah, exactly. A, not really competitive, trying to win kind of. No, thing. it's just I'm, a fun thing for the fans. It's a great night of entertainment. But that's by far the craziest thing I've ever seen. What's uh, what's the most memorable uh, photo you've ever taken? That would have to be what I call my million dollar shot. And when I tell you who it is, why it is, I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, Toledo, I forgot what year it was. Austin Dillon was wrapping up the championship with Arca. We ran in October. It was an Arca slash Silver Crown doubleheader. Silver Crown ran on Saturday. Arca on Sunday. On Sunday, uh, Cup ran Charlotte that night. On Sunday. Uh, Richard Childers flew in, Johnny Morris, the owner of Bass Pro Shops, flew in, and John Paul Morris, his son, flew in. And I was able to arrange a pole shot with the big Bass Pro logo on the car with all four of those with all four of them: Austin, Richard Childers, John Morris, and John Paul Morris. I caught my million dollar shot, and that's why. Did they give you a million dollars for it? No, oh. I still have it in my booth every week. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it available or is it copy available for sale? Oh yeah. Okay. Anybody comes to that booth, that's anything in that booth's for sale. But you don't charge a million Except dollars Tony. for Tony's that. Except Tony. Tony's not. Tony's not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Anything picture-wise is for sale. Okay. Um, but, but it's not a million dollars to buy that if somebody no, wants to copy that. No. Okay. And your photos, uh, you have that booth, You have a booth at uh, Oakshade Raceway right yes. across from the main entrance. Most nights open uh, all night when you have some help. Uh, other times just uh, before intermission and after the races, right? Yeah. I mean, as life goes on, I mean, this started off as a family business. It was me and Tony and uh, Kristen and uh, Derek. Uh, Tony would help. Tony helps during the week on the um, 
she runs the stuff through and does all the specialty stuff. Christian would help me if I got in a pinch. And Derek would be my brute. He'd load the band and unload the band at the booth and everything. Well, as, time, as kids grow up, things happen. Uh, kids work. Uh, Derek's been working on a race car, too. Work on uh, the Dittman's cars. And Christian's working uh, a second shift job now and a lot, a lot of weekends. So things change a little bit. Um, so we've had to modify a little bit and adapt from going being open all night long to, okay, Tony's taking victory shots. And we open up. We get. We try to be there at four o'clock. We seriously do try to be there at four o'clock. So it's four to seven. The booth is open. Then we do intermission. Then we do. We stay there until the last racer leaves. And, and, your, and your prices are very uh, reasonable too. Yeah. I don't think they've changed in a hundred years. I haven't changed my price in <laughs> at least ten years. At least ten years. Your standard four by six is still a buck a piece. And what kind of gets me upset a little bit is you look at some of these fo- some of these prices on. You, I I explore the other websites. I mean, you have, other uh, race photographer yeah, websites. And you got them charging three bucks for a four by six. I know exactly what it costs them to get that made up. You're just out there to gouge people. I'm not here to get rich. I mean, if I break even to pay for my hobby, that's all I want. If I make a little money, great. It's just as long as I don't lose money. <laughs> how is how has the switch uh, from analog to digital uh, affected you? I mean, I, yeah, you've been doing this for so long. It was pre digital, so I'm yes. sure you used to use film. How how was that was rough. <laughs> how, how does that compare to uh, the way things are today? We did film until 2006. That was our last year of film. We went digital 2007. Um, the difference being if when we did film, I go to Oakshay, I shoot 25 rolls of film a, a night. Easy. You sit there, oh, picture number 25, I change out the roll of film real fast. You get to sit there and say, okay, in between heat three and four, I got to make sure I can change out the film at this time because you don't want to miss anything. Um, when you went digital, I can put – my biggest card, I can put 1,600 images on that card easily without ever changing it. Um, you can delete the shots when you're in film. If you had a bad shot, you still paid for it. Now I can get rid of the bad shots. Oh, I blurred that one a little bit. Okay. And it does happen once in a while. No. <laughs> I'm assuming it's helped with the costs. Uh, oh, yeah. To keep the costs down. I mean, you get to, with digital, it's so much more. I mean, I can sit home at night and download everything from home, then go pick it up. Where film, you had to run to the store, fill out 25 envelopes, drop them in a the little Dropbox, and run back go get them i mean the digital has made things a lot easier do you print uh, your own photos then or do you get them i get them done. okay yeah. how do you how do you uh choose which photos uh, you get printed each week everything gets printed all of them all of them really okay well, well, i guess that makes it easier to yeah. decide which ones to print then when you come to the booth whatever i shot the week before is available for sale that week um victory shots we do doubles so it's funny, we'll pull in the track, and I got people, family members who are trying to beat the crew members to get the victory shots. Um, one that comes to mind is Amber Noonan. Her and, her and there's a crew member, uh, Bert. They race to the booth to see who can get the victory shot first. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. There's some weeks You I'll, only make one copy of each photo? No, two then? of those. Oh, okay. But I'll pull in the track, and Bert's already sitting outside. The, if Noonan wins, Casey wins, uh, Bert's already sitting outside my booth waiting for me to get to the track. It's like, seriously. <laughs> What, which do you uh, enjoy more? Do you enjoy uh, getting the action shots uh, from the infield or uh, the victory lane shots, either on the front stretch or over in victory lane? I enjoy the action shots more. The more cars I can put in a picture, the better the shot is. The angles. I mean, I got some no In turn four, when, during heat race, actually, last year, I got some nice nose piece drivers. You can see just see their, gl- their visor and their sponsor on the hood. And, but I enjoy the infield a lot more. Is it hard working uh, with the with the sunlight at different tracks? Because it's always, I mean, obviously tracks run from evening into uh, nighttime, and you got to kind of transition from sunlight to darkness. It's not hard. No. Um, 
I took one photography class in high school, so I'm just going. What I do? No, I go to track. It was was still film. Yeah, yeah. We had film. A lot of times in a black dark room. When I go on track, I ask the photographer. I go, okay, at this time of day, where does the sun set? Where does it come? I mean, where does it go down? That way, I can pre-scout. Okay, it sets in turn four, so I want to be in turn two, so I still get the full expect of it. But you don't want too bright because there's certain cars. Drivers have certain paint schemes. Sometimes they don't weigh the whole situation out, and you get the glare off the car, and you never like you see a big. You don't ever see the number. So there's a lot more involved than just taking a camera and pointing and clicking. Yeah. I mean, as the night goes on, I, I make different setting adjustments. My flash has to be different setting. Um, so all throughout the night, I'm making adjustments as I go. Do you think uh, people with, like, camera phone, well, since everybody's got a, a camera on their phone, has that hurt uh, race photographers at all? It has. Okay. Um, a lot of the phones take awesome pictures now. The technology is just caught up. So in Victory Lane, it's tough in Victory Lane because a lot of people pull out their iPhone or whatever, whatever it's called. And take pictures. Smartphones. Yeah. You can tell how technical I am. <laughs> but, well, um, he's still got a flip phone, so. That's why Tony okay. does all my legwork during the week. She's more she's more technically advanced. <laughs> but uh, it does. They all pull out their phones. And a lot of times, we don't mean to be rude. We don't mean to be mean. But we got to say, get hey. Get out of here. No, let us, <laughs> let us get our shot first. Yeah. We're flexible. We'll let you get your shot. But let us get ours first. I don't want 10 sets of eyes looking all different directions. That ruins it for me because I'll never sell it. So, I mean, that's all I ask for. When they do that, just, we just ask for a little courtesy, just, hey. Wouldn't you rather put your phone away and go get in the picture? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Here's a thought. <laughs> <laughs> go get in the picture instead of taking it, and then you can purchase it from but uh, it, it's a, I mean, it's her. It's a, it is what it is. It is what it is. You deal with it, and it's a, it's a 21st century. It is what it is. <laughs> um, so what tracks are we going to see you at? Uh, we actually already covered that, didn't we? You're going to be at uh, Toledo for a few races, Oakshade, and uh, anywhere? Plan- yeah, uh, plans are to be at Fremont Saturday. Fremont- this Saturday? Yeah. Okay, they moved the time up. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my plans were to go there this Saturday. Um, depending on what time I got to work tomorrow, depends about the Attica. Um, but I'm going to bounce around. On Friday night, you might see me just a little bit. I mean... I know I'm going to the July. I'm going to the Brad Doty race at Attica. That's a Tuesday night race. The weekend, the same week as our summer national race. And you sell these uh, photos from the other tracks as well. Do you or do you not at Oakshade? At Oakshade, I do. Okay. Um, out of respect to our photographers, I will not walk your pit area and undercut you at all. I just respect the other guys too much to do that. I don't like what's done to me, so I won't do it to them. I mean, it's just common of courtesy and respect. And if people can't make it out to Oakshade, uh, what's your number again? They can uh, reach you out if they want to. 419-322-1810, or they can send me an email at freezeframephotos at bex.net. Freezeframephotos at bex.net. Yep. Awesome. What's your favorite food? Uh, tacos. Okay. What's your favorite song? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're prepared for that one, were you? No, I would not. Listens to all kinds of stuff. I do. I mean, I listen to the country, rock, depending on my mood of that day. Okay. I mean, one day it might be White Snake and Cinderella. The next day it might be I Brand- of those. Brantley Gilbert and Toby Keith or something. I mean. <laughs> Not so much my thing. Oh, Steve uh, Steve says uh, you took a nice uh, four-wide late model shot with Roddy, Shane, and Ron. And that's only three, though. Yeah. Maybe Steve was in it too. I don't. <laughs> no, no. That was quite a few years ago on a real black slick track. If if I'm thinking of the 
picture that Steve's talking about. And uh, we had it blown up, and it's in my office, and it's it's really cool. I got some Victory Lane shots uh, from him. Some yeah, eight by tens. You yep. do, you do, and you can blow, 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 blow. You can blow crap up. Yes, we can. <laughs> uh, we do everything from the standard four by six up to a twenty by thirty. Um, some, but, uh, but you don't just bring those. It's something that you gotta to ask to yeah. order. Those you those get to um, order. And prices are very reasonable. I can. Yeah, standard eight by ten begins eight bucks. My twenty by thir- my big twenty by thirties are fifty. 60. <laughs> Sorry, I had to check with the CEO there. No, but uh, understood. It varies on the price, but the enlargements are based on the orders, which you order at that week at the track. And if you order one Saturday, it's at the track the next Saturday, ready for pickup. Cool. Well, uh, we look forward to seeing you out at the track again this summer. It just seems like wherever I go, whenever I go to a track, I always see you there, be it Oakshade or wherever. Yeah, our <laughs> listeners can watch the fancy footwork. Pay attention to that guy down in the infield. Uh, Dave Gumby wants to know how many cars carry the freeze frame logo. This year, I want to say it's seven. I got six at Oakshade, one at Toledo. Um, at Oakshade, we got Dan Wallace, Craig Dittman, Taylor Dittman, Haley Dittman. <laughs> Dave Gumby. Dave, both, <laughs> both, both Gumbies, yeah. Dylan Burt. Dylan Burt, our son-in-law, he raises bomber out there. Um, you give him a deal too. Yeah, well. it's a it's a family thing. It's a sponsorship. <laughs> it's a sponsorship. Yeah, at Toledo, we do Greg Stillwell Jr. in the sportsman division. Okay, but cool. um, but it's a sweet it's a sweet thing. I mean, it started years ago at Down Finley. It started with actually Dan Wallace. Um, he broke at Finley, came down the infield and talked to me one night. He was sitting there watching the races together. He's talking to me, and that's how our deal came together. It was after he broke at at Finley. Hmm. We'll have to talk. I have to get a freeze frame logo on my car too. I mean, <laughs> my my first car was Steve Zilka at Toledo. I don't know if you remember Zilka. I do. They ran those. Uh, I don't know what the quarter mile cars were called. There was Run with Iron. Detroit okay. Iron. No, that was this was Factory a radical. Stocks. Sonny had like a no rules street stock one year or, or something. It was. Yeah. Anyway, Steve Zilka has been helping Corey McCoy. Yes, and uh, I see him at our shop frequently. He helps Corey McCoy, and I've seen him a couple times play trumpet for the National Anthem at Fremont, too. Right. He, he's, a, he's an excellent trumpet player. All right. Update on the uh, Toledo Indy hockey game. It's tied one all. Well, that it's sounds like all. a win to me. Well, if they win, it, they move on it's to round done. two. So not quite done. We still have three more rounds after this. Then we get the Kelly Cup. It's your little hockey uh, part all of the All they have the to do is pick up report. one of them. Yes. One more win, and this round is over. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on to some uh, other news. Carlton Lamb passed away uh, was it April 16th. That was uh, three days ago. He was the uh, co-owner of Dunn Benson Motorsports, which fields a uh, Lucas, Moyle, Lucas, Lucas Oil late model uh, driven by uh, Bobby uh, Pierce. Carlton was known for his generous heart and his incredible love of others. Well, cool. All right. Dale Jr. had ideas to build a uh, dirt track after he retired. Uh, from uh, his Dale Jr. download, uh, I believe it's his podcast, he says, uh, quote, me and uh, Tony Jr. had joked that when we retired, we were going to build a dirt track. One class, just street stocks, and pay 2000 to win. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It'd be pretty interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. He said it would work. They would, we could fix you right up, car- Scott. Yeah. 
Well, if he wants to buy a track around here, I'm, I'm in. He is uh, actually co-owner of Paducah International Raceway mm-hmm. already. So, um, And I guess the uh, possibility is still there. He may build a dirt track, but uh, no idea where. It's just kind of an idea at this point. Uh, Kyle Busch uh, was the winner of the 24 Hours of Bristol this past weekend. That uh, ran and then rained and then rained and rained and rained and rained and then yeah. they postponed it a day and I think it was delayed a little bit. Rained to, a little more. Yeah, and then they then they finally won it. Uh, he got by uh, Larson there toward the end. Too bad for Larson. Uh, next year, Ford will be uh, changing to Mustangs from the Fusions in the NASCAR Cup Series. So it'll be... Mustangs and uh, Camaros, kind of like uh, it has been in the Xfinity series. And, and what will Toyota be? Oh. Still a Camry? The, next year, yes, but they're changing to uh, a Supra, I think it was. Really? They're bringing Supra back or something. I remember, okay. I remember reading, but I think that's uh, 2020. When but the cars will still all look alike, Pretty, yeah, but have different stickers. Yeah. But now that they're going to rear-wheel cars, maybe they could go back to stock, sort of. No, it just ain't going to happen. Pipe dream. Uh, and uh, did you see uh, Pan- Danica Patrick? She had a uh, she was in a race this past week. She really? Was, she was on uh, Mel- Megan Kelly Live, um, and they raced around uh, her set in uh, go karts. Little looked like a little electric go karts. Just did, the two of them. Did Danica wreck? Danica spun out, <laughs> and Megan Kelly won. Right. To be fair, though, I don't think that uh, there was a two-lap race, and I don't think Danica knew that it was a two-lap race because after she came by the little guy with the white hanky, which I'm guessing was the white flag, she kind of did a donut spin out, like thinking she won. And Megan I Kelly see. went by, and then she's like, oh, crap. So there you go. One more race uh, for Danica coming up in the okay. Indy 500. Uh, new segment uh, for the Hammerdown Racing Report, and I don't remember which thing I put in. I think I put in this one. We're going to find out. This is uh, Ryan Weekman and uh, your weekend racing forecast for Northwest Ohio. This is meteorologist Ryan Weekman in the First Alert Weather Center with some great news for racing fans. We've been waiting for a weekend forecast like this. I have to pause it because I, I did have to edit this a little because he recorded this earlier this afternoon, and there were some changes, just FYI. Limeland was still running. And Fremont hadn't changed their time yet, so there might be a little weird at it you might hear. All season long, looking beautiful for Friday night and Saturday night under the lights at the raceways. We'll start off at Attica Raceway Park. Temperatures will start off in the mid to low 50s. We are expecting dry conditions. Now, it's going to start off nice, warm, mild, but it will drop off quickly as the sun goes down. I expect temperatures will fall into the low 40s, and it's going to feel like the low 30s. A little bit of a breeze Friday night may catch you off guard so keeping a nice little sweater or something like that on standby may be a good idea to put some long sleeves on saturday night almost an exact repeat of friday night those of you heading down to waynesfield raceway park and fremont speedway tips off waynesfield at 6 3 30 at fremont both parks looking absolutely fantastic temperatures once again in the low to mid 50s Expect it to drop off slowly again by the end of the night. We'll be in the low 40s. Temperatures will feel more like the 30s. However, Saturday night, if you're looking between Attica or Waynesfield, Fremont, which one looks like the nicer of the two, we'll pick Saturday night because the winds will be almost non-existent Saturday night. Either way you slice it, by far the best racing weather we've had so far this season. And we'll continue to track this plus future weeks over on the free First Alert weather app. We'll keep you updated. For now, I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman.
Couldn't tell that was edited at all, could you? No. I, <laughs> Ryan seemed to sneeze there or yeah, something. Yeah, a little his, bit. <laughs> his voice changed a bit. But, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, we got some racing coming up uh, around here this weekend, a little bit more than last weekend. The... Uh, uh, uh yeah i was look. i have the wrong date on this no i don't tomorrow's the 20th isn't it all day i'm like a week ahead now yeah uh attica raceway park uh the corn main spring nationals featuring all-star circuit of champion sprints ump late models 305 sprints uh that happens tomorrow night gates open at four racing at 745 they confirmed uh earlier today that uh they are a go for tomorrow and regular time their time has not changed so that's tomorrow night at attica Fremont, they are uh, going to do their season opener a little earlier on Saturday. They're uh, going to open the gates at 1 o'clock, and racing, as you heard on uh, Ryan's uh, weather report there, is going to be at 3.30. So uh, make note of that if you're planning to go to Fremont. Get there early because if you show up at uh, 7 o'clock, they may be... You'll be really yeah, disappointed. You'll, you'll be fighting the traffic coming out probably. Uh, but uh, they have the uh, it's uh, the Smith Family Food Night, 410 Sprints, 305 Sprints, Dirt Trucks, and the 602 Crate Late Models. And if you bring your ticket stub from Attica from uh, tomorrow night, they you will save a dollar dollar off of uh, general admission. At Fremont? At Fremont, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That's what I thought. It was a pretty cool deal. Waynesfield season opener also coming up on Saturday. They moved uh, their schedule up one hour as well. Well, not as well, but they moved it up as well. But uh, by only one hour, they're going to be opening the gates at 3, racing at 6, featuring non-wing sprints, mini sprints, tough trucks, and compacts. And then uh, also, uh, if you want to head over towards Indiana, Bearfield uh, Motorsports Park is going to have their season opener on Saturday as well with the iCar All-Star Modified Tour. Late models, street stocks, mini stocks, outlaw front-wheel drive, stock front-wheel drive. And I think that's it. That's enough. That's, and that's and as we discussed a few weeks ago, Bearfield is running just the pavement track this year. So Correct. don't go to Bearfield thinking you're going to see a dirt show. It'll be pavement. Pits uh, open at uh, 11 a.m. racing at 4 p.m. at Bearfield over there in uh, Fort Wayne. Lima Land, we mentioned uh, canceling their season opener. That was supposed to be tomorrow night. Their season opener will now be the spring fling on Friday the 27th. That's a week from tomorrow. Featuring NRA Sprints, Modifieds, and Thunderstocks. Uh, pit gates scheduled to open at uh, 4.30 with racing at 7.30. Saturday night, the uh, 28th of April, Oakshade Raceway will uh, kick off their 2018 season with the Bill Reckner Memorial. Where is Oakshade Raceway? It's uh, somewhere out in Fulton County. Uh, Sportsman Bombers and Compacts will be in action. Uh, Flat Rock will also be opening their season on Saturday night as well, the 28th, with Jets Pizza opening night. Oh, I'm suddenly hungry for some Jets Pizza. Late Models Figure 8 Street Stocks uh, will be featured at Flat Rock up there in Flat Rock, Michigan. Sandusky Speedway also kicking off their 2018 season Saturday, April 28th. So a lot of tracks to choose from next Saturday. Um, Dick Ensign uh, season opener. Modified Street Stocks, Renegade Stocks, Gates Open at 4, Racing at 7, and then uh, Toledo Speedway, not going to get any action there until Friday, May 4th, with the uh, Hemelgarn Racing Super Fitness Rally Beal. Rally Beal? I always want to say Rally Beal. Rally Beal Classic, USAC Silver Crown Cars, 100 laps, plus late model sportsmen and factory stocks. That's uh, Friday, May 4th at Toledo Speedway. So... Those are some upcoming races in the area. They seem to be getting a little bit more numerous as uh, the weather oh my. changes from winter 3.0 to maybe spring. Maybe. Sort of. Sort of spring. 
You know what those lights mean? Yeah. It's time for another record report. Here we go. Ron's favorite part of the show. Yes, it is. (laughs) Welcome to the record report under caution. One of the greatest perks of being a tow truck driver is the unlimited free cheeseburgers that I get to gorge myself on every Saturday night. Unfortunately, this creates a situation where it's kind of get out of the truck. Now, granted, if it's an emergency situation, I can make this 230 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal move like grease lightning. But for all those other times when somebody just needs to hook the chain to a disabled race car, I have an assistant. And my wife is the greatest tow truck assistant there has ever been. And she gets out and her primary function is to, you know, grab pieces of debris off the track and to hook the cars to the tow truck so that I can tow them away. So in a sense, she's my hooker. So we're going to start a new segment on the Wrecker Report where we interview local drivers to learn a little bit more about them. And we're going to call it Five minutes with my hooker. Our first victim, I mean guest, is Danny Schaefer, a local oak shade legend. Take it away, honey. What's your nickname and why? Um, I have three of them. Started out Danny Boy, then I went to D, and then my daughter just gave me the nickname Papa D like a couple years ago. Who do you blame for your love of racing, and how did it start? Um... Uh, I guess I blame my dad because uh, I started racing dirt bikes and then I got hurt and we decided to go to Oakshade and then uh, build a bomber after that and stayed with it for like 27 years. What's your car number and why? Uh, B18. Um, it used to be 18S, but we built a car that I started back in bombers with for my niece and her name starts with a B, so that's why it's B18. Who's your favorite driver? Um, Other than you. <laughs> yeah, me, of course. Um, probably Shannon Babb or Billy Moyer. What's your favorite memory of racing at Oakshade in the last season? Um, when I won the B and did a, about three donuts at the finish line and had to be towed to victory lane by you guys. What year was the War of 1812? Well, that's Danny Schaefer, everybody. We'll be cheering for you this summer. Thanks a lot for being on the show. That's all I have for this week's report. Remember, there's only two kinds of race engines. Ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up. It's probably time to change your oil. I had to edit that down for time, too, a little bit. A little bit uh, long record report, though. But uh, Yeah, okay. Nice to hear... Uh, Perry's wife uh, getting on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's always your favorite part of the show, isn't it? It, it really is. I, I, You have no idea how anxious I am. <laughs> Hear the record report. If you want to help uh, increase the budget of the Hammerdown Racing Report, visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. 
and uh, click on advertising on there. And uh, I think it's advertising. There's something it says on there. You can contact me. It's got our rates and everything. And you, too, can become an advertiser on the show and uh, help uh, support. It has certainly helped Ron Miller race cars. There you go. Yeah. Ron Miller is a... Uh, uh, a spokesperson uh, for, <laughs> for that. For an endorsement, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're an endorser for the sh- the show's. I can tell you that power. The, I can tell you that the advertising has definitely worked, Scott. We have a very targeted audience, so yeah, and uh, we have. It, there's lots of ways to uh, to uh, enjoy the show. At Facebook Live, you can watch us. Re- Technically, we're just recording this as a podcast, but uh, a lot of people do watch our Facebook Live. Uh, broadcast or watch it uh, after it's uh, after we're not live. They so they get a sneak preview. And uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is Before like a sneak we edit out all the bad stuff. Yeah. Because like you, like you saying ass and things like that. Yeah. You can't say that on the radio. Well, that's why we're not on the radio. That's it. Because we don't give a. Whoa. Right. So uh, you can also listen to us on iHeartRadio. Just uh, download the app and search for us or just go to hammerdownracingreport.com. There's a link right to our uh, channel on there as well. As uh, uh, as you can see, Ron, he's got on his brand new Hammerdown Racing Report uh, shirt. Say you too so can, can have one. Yes. Yeah. I didn't set the prices, so don't blame me for the prices. They're not that bad, I don't think. No. I bought you that shirt, so, I mean, if I can afford it. You big spender, on, on you. radio salary. <laughs> yeah, and our $0 budget for this. But uh, that's about it for the show this week. Uh, hopefully... Mother Nature uh, will keep things going up as far as the temperature and down as far as rain. I think we're on an upward swing. I I think I looked same the long we- range same weather yeah. forecast you did, and, and it what? looked like spring. Maybe may, I don't want to say it and jinx it, and then we're going to go back to forty degrees and snow. It's again. Hammer's fault that yeah. it's snowing again. And and Ryan's on vacation next week, so we'll uh, have a. I'll probably have to read a, a racing forecast next week for Ryan Weekman. From Channel 11. And thank you, Ryan, for uh, recording that for us and agreeing to do that. He's going to do that uh, every week for us, uh, a detailed forecast for each track that's racing. And if it rains, now we know who to blame. There you go. Then we have uh, a scapegoat. Make sure to give uh, Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 41, uh, nope, 734. You were going to give him my cell phone number, weren't you? Uh-huh. Maybe. Well, you've given that out before. Yes. 734-856-7223. If you got some parts you need, just some uh, oil, is that's it. As uh, Perry says, it's probably changed, time to change your oil. So yeah, Some guys haven't used up the first batch yet, So, but it's getting close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, parts, work, anything that Safety you need done. Safety equipment's a oh, big yeah. seller right now. Yeah, and uh, there's still time to uh, get it in uh, before the season starts, depending on which track you're racing at. Uh, if uh, you're racing at Attica, then it's probably not going to come in before the season starts since that happened last week. And uh, probably not uh, for Fremont or Waynesfield since that's tomorrow and Saturday. I could make it happen by Saturday. It could just could, could cost a little extra. Oh, okay. There you go. So give him a call tonight. Give him a little time to get home. 734-856-7223 or leave a message. you got message on there, right? They can leave uh, a message. There is a definite message on there, and it even gives you my cell phone number if you think it's an emergency. So there you go. Keep up to date. Hammer Down Racer Report. Uh, follow us on our Facebook page. Like us. Share us, whatever. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. There you go. We'll be back uh, next week, 7 o'clock, Facebook Live, uh, Thursday night, with another fun-filled show. Not sure who our guest is going to be next week yet, but in a couple weeks, uh, we're going to get Tom Cole from uh, BCSN. And I'm I'm excited about that. Tom is truly a great guy. And uh, And they used to... 
they still cover racing, don't I don't have uh, you know, Buckeye they, anymore, but they they do, and hopefully we'll get to talk to him about maybe. I'm not sure how extensive his knowledge is on uh, racing, so it may be uh, Ron and I schooling him on on some racing things. But Tom's a fun guy. He really is, and uh, maybe we can get in a couple of plugs for some really good dirt track racing and get BCSN to televise those. Oh, I see how we're we're going to leverage this. You I betcha. See what you're doing no question. So, so that's two weeks from tonight. Uh, we'll have Tom Cole on again uh, next week. Next uh, guest, next week will be a will surprise be, guest. Yep, to us. Yes, and you, everybody. So again, uh, thanks, Orns, for coming in, and uh, good luck uh, this season with uh, the photos. And um, hopefully, I'll get another uh, victory lane photo from you this year, and maybe uh, two for Ron too. That'd be that'd be nice. It. We're ready. We can stage it. <laughs> we can stage it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. We could fake them. Like, if I come early, we could just park the car in Victory Lane Absolutely. and get a flag? Well, you know. Yeah. Pays to nose people. To I know guess people. So. There yeah. you go. Or you can just pull there after your heat race, and we'll just do a double shoot, and you nobody will <laughs> know the difference. See? <laughs> All right. There you go. All you racers out there, just pull to Victory Lane. They'll take your picture. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you want or not. <laughs> Ten years from now, ain't nobody going to know the there difference. There you go. I remember. <laughs> now, next week, we will be there early for opening night. If you want to paint jo- a picture of your car before it gets dented up or scraped up, Make arrangements with me. We'll meet you over in Victory Lane. We'll get a nice shot of your car before that racing action even begins. All right. We usually do that every opening night just because we know how opening nights are. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, we'll be at the track uh, next Saturday. So Yes, sir. Looking forward to getting back out there. So we'll see you back here Thursday night next week. See y'all. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.